Hey, welcome to Exposed Conferences. I'm your host, Christina Danielle. Thank you for tuning into the podcast where we're going to be exposing current trends, challenges, and the futures of conferences. As well, I'll be having candid conversations with industry experts that will elevate your events and help you create partnerships that expand beyond the calendar year. I'm really happy to have you listening today and hope you benefit from today's episode as well as future episodes. On today's episode, I'm going to compare and contrast two real-life experiences about the planning and execution of an event, give you the highlight reel of each, share the five key elements that are essential in the planning and preparation of conferences, and hopefully help you include these into your own programs. The other week, I was watching Netflix, and I came across two documentaries, the Tony Robbins' I'm Not Your Guru, and then a few days later, I found the Fire Festival. And if you haven't heard either of these, I highly recommend you viewing them as they give insight into planning and preparation of two very different events with essentially the same goal, which I'll be talking about here shortly. As well, I have links to both of these videos on this week's episode description, so be sure to check out our website. Originally, this episode of the podcast was to give you just a simple rundown of conferences, but after watching Watching these two documentaries, I wanted to do a compare and contrast of these events. So in the first documentary, I'm Not Your Guru, it takes a look at internationally renowned life and business strategist, Tony Robbins. And the documentary takes you behind the scenes of his mega annual six-day seminar, Date with Destiny, attended by over 4,500 people in Boca Raton, Florida each year. And the conference's ultimate goal is to create a winning attitude about life, love, relationships, wealth, and creating and recognizing abundance all through the power of your mind and through intention. So I wasn't originally going to talk about this on the podcast, but as I started preparing to do this, it reminded me of the documentary and all of a sudden I was looking at it from the perspective of planner. And so it made sense for me to talk about it today. So again, Tony Robbins goes through his documentary and its emphasis is on his motivational speeches and follows him through the duration of one of his conferences in which he discusses the ways people might be holding on to certain beliefs, habits, mindsets that are holding them back in their life. And then he break down those ideas, beliefs, moments to a singular moment or time frame in their life. And so in his, through his presentations, you see him selecting attendees and calling people to raise their hands on specific questions so that he can sort of do a poll on beliefs and these items in which he feels he can help people unblock. And so you see him talking to these individuals and helping them to recognize and identify what the blockages are. And then he writes there, like literally in the session or in the presentation, he pinpoints the moment or the time in which they started to have this sort of mindset. You know, it might have been in childhood, it might have been a relationship or a person that caused them to have a certain belief. And so he goes and he pinpoints that time frame and then there's this aha moment where the person then starts to understand why they might be doing or behaving in certain ways or creating certain patterns in their life and so then the people around him who may not have been the ones that were called upon they can resonate. You can see them all like clapping and cheering for them and he's creating moments where this person, where audience members feel like they want to embrace this other person and they want to comfort this other person and they want to support this other person. And so, you know, his talks are so energizing and so engaging and he's really just able to draw people into what he's selling. 
and you see people dancing and jumping and hugging complete strangers and then crying the next. And he does this, you know, over the course of six days through different presentations. And then he breaks them out into workshops and they're working on different activities together to kind of work through some of these issues. Now, what I found truly fascinating in watching this show is about how all of these individuals came together from all parts of the country and to this particular conference, you know, a date with destiny, and they're energized in a setting that allows them to truly feel empowered, to truly feel as though they're going to shift their mindset by the end of the six days. And then they go out and they are so inspired that they want to live the life of their dreams with all of the intention mentioned in the program that he designed, creating the mindset of a winning attitude, living with absolute abundance and leaving empowered to do that. He does it, right? He empowers them. He shifts their mindset. You can see it in the energy of these people. And so what did he do? Well, he brought together, he brought together like-minded individuals, right? Everybody who went there most likely was trying to change a belief or a mindset or achieve some sort of sense of self and then create a sense of community. Among the people who were there, he had created situations in which people were connecting with one another, with complete strangers, having dialogue with each other in the audience, allowing people to share by a raise of hands, working through group workshops, and then he was able to share his knowledge and perspective and motivational outlook on the way they were living their lives. Another one was empower the attendees with tools and resources that they could then take away and apply in their own lives and create an experience and for them it was going to this seminar for six days and you know there's excitement and there's um, activity and there's and they're able to walk away with having this this thing that nobody else could have unless they were there you know somebody who watches it on tv is not having that same experience and so he's creating an experience for those people who go to his event and so the second documentary gives us insight into the fry festival which was a luxury music experience in intended to promote the Fire app. It was a new app that was coming out. A young guy had created it. He was he wanted to create a lot of hype around the app and and so he planned this event for April May of 2017 on a posh private island in the Bahamas. Now again, an event, but the difference between <laughs> this event compared to the last event is that you follow the documentary of this young CEO. He plans this event in a very short time period and it fails spectacularly at the hands of his own doing. In the episode, it says at the hands of a cocky entrepreneur and those words are not mine, but that's essentially what he did. Now, although somewhat different than a conference, you know, it's an event, its main objective was to achieve a similar endgame, to bring together like-minded individuals, create a sense of community. The audience was a little bit different, a targeted audience of young, elite group of individuals, and the goal was to create a sense of exclusivity. And unlike Tony Robbins' seminar, which was perhaps more focused on the takeaway of self-reflection and self-motivation, and to have tools for self-improvement. The motive behind the Fire Festival, well, one, yes, was intended to you know bring hype to his app and, and to get people excited. Again, it was focused around this sense of experience. What were they gonna get by going to this private island and you know the memories that they were gonna make and this really cool concert that was going to be taking place and nobody else was going to have any an experience like it. So the documentary of the Fire Festival takes you through the planning of the outdoor music festival 
that is depicted to be for an elite group of people. And through imagery, models that they use on social media, imagination and the grandiosity of Billy McFarland, who's the CEO, they were able to hype up the event. Only in this instance, the planning of the event is driven by FOMO, you know, the fear of missing out instead of, so people were excited. People had to sign up for this exclusive once in a lifetime event and were, you know, they were selling it and driving it so quickly and hyping it up so much that it sold out. And instead of properly planning and preparing to execute in such a short time frame, they only gave themselves a few months, it lends itself to the opposite side of the spectrum of event planning. And, you know, I, I want to talk about this on a future episode because I think it's extremely important to talk about <laughs> what happened in this particular event in terms of why it failed and why we need to have option B and C and D. The event failed because there was no other option. There was no option B. Although he was advised by people in his, you know, company, like, let's back out, let's not do this, you know, this is getting out of control, we don't have the proper um, equipment, we don't have the proper planning. I mean, you got to watch this thing because it is insane. I mean, it's just insane how everybody just kept pushing along, pushing along, pushing along to do this event. You know, again, it was coming from the CEO. You know, with this, the entire event was so rushed, so poorly organized. And unfortunately for the stake of the, you know, the stakeholders and the attendees that, that were going to the event, that were traveling to the Bahamas and were so excited about it, they were shortchanged in every single possible way. It was a complete disaster. And during the Fire Festival as inaugural weekend, you actually see the event's problems, which related to you know, not having enough security, not having the right, not having enough food or proper planning of food or, or accommodations, medical service and artist relations resulting in the festival being postponed indefinitely. And instead of, you know, having these villas that they were promised in, in gourmet meals that the attendees paid thousands of dollars to go to, they received prepackaged sandwiches and FEMA tents as their accommodation. So that just shows you how poorly planned it was. And as a result, you know, the organizers of the event of the fire Festival are the subject of at least eight lawsuits. And the documentary offers an unfortunate look at how a conference or event can go awry. And again, I'm going to take a deeper look at this on a future episode. But for this week's episode, for all intended purposes, it was another look at what events are and what, you know, what I took away from it. And, and again, going back to the Tony Robbins documentary, the main objective for the Fry Festival, again, was to bring together like people to engage with one another, to create the sense of community, in this case, offering the invaluable experience of being together face-to-face -face and creating this, you know, FOMO-type experience. And these two documentaries while very different in the perspective of preparation and planning and execution of the event, or lack thereof, both encompass those key factors as to why we have conferences. There are literally hundreds and thousands of conferences and events across the world that run the gamut of industries, interests, ideas, hobbies, and products. You name it, and literally there's a conference for everything. Well, almost everything. And it goes to show you that through the energy, enthusiasm, 
of both you, you as the planner to plan and execute a program on a topic that attendees want to share ideas and connect and learn and grow and then take away information that they can then share with others you know that couldn't be in attendance or to form their goals just to form new connections with the people they meet on site. Some people just go to the events for their own growth and their own knowledge of an industry or a topic or a subject that they came to learn about, kind of like in the Tony Robbins documentary. And so if you've kind of done those things, then you've essentially achieved the goal of what the conference was about. Okay, so now that we've covered documentaries and what essentially a conference is, right? The gathering of people to talk and confer of a similar topic or interest. Who goes to these events and looked at it from the contrast and comparison of, of Tony Robbins, I'm Not Your Guru, and then the Fire Festival. It just shows you the variation in the planning and purpose of an event and the experience it intends to create. As far as giving a little bit of insight into the conference industry, I think the biggest takeaways from today's episode is the key factors of what they both intended to do, right? One, like bringing together like-minded individuals. In Tony Robbins' case, they were coming there for self-improvement and they all wanted to, to, you know, have something, take away some sort of blockage that they were feeling. And the Fire Festival documentary, they were all there to have that. They're all people who liked music, you know, they were going to, the, or, or who wanted to be part of an experience that was exclusive and hyped up with models and imagery and but again like-minded they were those different groups are going to those events to achieve something to creating a sense of community right in the tony robbins documentary they were raising hands and sharing dialogue and connecting with each other and hugging one another and then in the fire festival it was to go to this island and party and have fun and listen to music and stay in these villas and be around people their age and and just really share it with each other and maybe share it on social media so people would see that they were there but creating a sense of community among the people who were in attendance again going back to number three knowledge and perspective and an outlook on on these two various conferences. So this one's a little bit different in the sense of in first one, the Tony Robbins documentary, you're really see, getting like something very different than what you got out of the second one, but gaining perspective on the two different uh, ideas behind the event. And then four, em empowering the attendees with tools and resources that they can take away and apply to their lives. Well, the first one, they clearly do that. They empower them and they, they give them tips and tools and they participate in workshops and they're able to leave with like a success notebook in which they write down and journal in every day while they're there and then they continue on that plan. And then with the fire Festival, empowering them. Saying, hey, this is an exclusive event. We're here, we're having fun, we're on an island, we're enjoying ourselves, we're sharing this on Instagram or Facebook or wherever it may be, and giving that, that sense of empowerment. I'm part of this elite group that's here and maybe you're not. And then five was creating an experience. And both of them, they created an experience. Now, one was a little bit more thought out in the planning and the execution of the event. But again, creating an experience amongst the people that are there. Sometimes it's to learn. Sometimes it's learn about a particular industry or topic. But you're creating an experience with the people who are there. You're learning from one another. You're engaging from one another. 
and only you can experience that by attending a conference. And there might have been a lot of repetition today, but that's really because I wanted to reinforce the commonality of events. And there's a lot more discussion. Like I said, there's so many different ways that I can look at these two documentaries and kind of break them down into other episodes. And I hope you take away from today kind of those key factors of what a conference really is trying to do. I look forward to hearing your feedback and hope you can find something you can take away from it. Again, I really appreciate you tuning in today. Thank you for listening to Expose. Tune in every Tuesday to hear a new episode and join in on the conversation at exposedconferencespodcast.buzzsprout.com.